Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing the new mini or micro series called I Wish For You from Vicky Rukaton. This just came out, I believe the last video was released like last week. It's called Wish You Your Melody From My Heart. It's currently on air in Korea, in South Korea. This is rated R and I am really having a hard time with that because the only reason this is rated R is because it's about a same-sex couple that get together. There is no sexual stuff that happens in this entire series. There is nothing whatsoever in this entire series that deserves the R rating. It's just that's what Vicky has decided to do with all their BL drama series. It does not matter the content, only matters that it's the same sex couple, and that's really getting on Anna's nerves, as you might have noticed from my previous podcast recently. However, this is one of the, I think it is the only South Korean BL drama series I have seen so far that I have actually really kind of liked. Number one, the musical score is absolutely amazing. It is just gorgeous music. It's mainly like um, acoustic guitar and piano, kind of coffee shop with a bit of strings tied into it. And it's just wonderful. The soundtrack could not be happier with. I also really, really like the two main characters. I think that the people who played them did a great job. It has Kang um, In-su and Lee Sang as the main cast. And they really do do a great job in the show. It also has Subin and Baek So Siobin. Um, the girl in this show, I really like. I don't mean it weird, but BL drama tends to typically have, oftentimes, a girl character in it who's this awesome kind of maverick of a girl. I mean, she's not like the typical ones that you see in most Asian drama, which is one of the reasons, like, I really like um, the series History 2, Right or Wrong with um, Yezi, for example. And this series with the main characters, there is a basically produ producer who's a uh, female, and she's just awesome in this series. This is basically about um, a singer named Kang Ing Su and how he is trying to, let me see here, I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember the names of the people in Korean, and it's a little hard for me to keep this out on track. Kang and Su is the main character. He is trying to make it big in the music world to prove his dad, who owns a record company, wrong and that he can be in music. He then ends up meeting Jung Seng Yi. And Jung Seng Yi is a basically a producer. He's working part time for this recording company and he really likes. Kang Ing Su's music. And I think Kang Ing Su, they use the same name as the actor. I'm not sure if it's because he's a real life musician or not. I really don't know. But anyway, um, Yoon Sang Yi, played by Lee Sang, is such a nice character. I don't mean it weird. He's just a very quiet character. He does his work. And the other thing is, I love his quiet enjoyment of Kang Sung Yi's, Kang Ing Su's music in this series. 
basically he ends up kind of watching YouTube videos of this musician, and then he kind of makes his piano music to kind of go accompany this um, singer when he's just playing around at his house. He then ends up becoming the producer for the singer through a weird turn of events with the assistance of his boss and moving in with the guy for a little bit because they're going to have him be on the record label. And I guess in South Korea, I don't know if this is typical, but they actually wanted this musician to hand over all his social media accounts, move into their dormitory, and live with one of their representatives. This seems rather invasive, but I do understand that they maybe are trying to keep scandal at bay. But still, it seems rather invasive since we are dealing with, you know, 24 to 30 year olds, not, you know, 17 year olds. I'm just saying, I don't know what's up with that. Maybe it's normal in South Korea. Although I do have to say, I really did think the idea of managing the social media was a, probably a really good plan. I mean, I've always thought that would probably be a good plan, depending on what people could post. And then you'd be the record label going, oh my, they put that up and we have them on our label. But anyway, so the story progresses. Um, Kang In Soon Su gets his um, first song done for the record. And then it is discovered by his dad that he's on the label and the project is stopped. Also during this time, the guy... The guy who, during this time, the guy who is the producer, Sang Yi, ends up discovering that he really likes Kang Ing Su. And he doesn't know what to do with that. He um, tries to steal a kiss from him, but decides he's not going to do that because that's not what you do. Good, good move, good move, Kang Su. Sang Yi, excuse me. And um, so, anyway, he ends up, Kang Ing Su starts to realize that he really likes this other guy. And at the same time, the other guy is starting to realize that he likes Kang and Sue. And he basically tells him, he's, he listens to him playing the piano music that goes with the um, song that he wrote. And he realizes that that's the pieces he's been missing from his music. And he tells this guy, he says, you're my other half for my music. You're what I've been trying to figure out all this time for my music that I have not been able to figure out. And during that process, they realize that they really do like each other. And Kang Su asks if he can come um, spend the night at his house so he can kind of see what his house looks like. Um, it's not because they're trying to do anything inappropriate. Again, there is no reason at all that this should be rated R. And I know I keep, you know, reiterating that, but I am really hacked at Vicky Bukaton right now about that whole deal. So anyway... But during that night, um, they go up on the rooftop to look at the view, and soon, I don't know why I'm having trouble remembering their names, Yung Seng Yi um, kisses um, Kang Ing Su, and basically, Kang Ing Su doesn't know what to, doesn't react, Yung Seng Yi heads back down to his room and starts having a minor panic attack. Okay, let's just rephrase that. A major panic attack because he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what Kang Ying Su is thinking. And he just kind of is in his room trying to breathe and not completely lose it. Kang Ying Su comes down from the rooftop, says that he's not going to be able to spend the night at his house. And then he just leaves. And then the next day, the whole news breaks out that he's the son of the CEO. Da -da -da -da. 
Um, Jung Sang-yi thinks that maybe something really bad happened to Kang Ying-su, and maybe he's hurt, maybe something's wrong, he doesn't know. He's just really stressed out because he knows that he's kind of... Kang Ying-su is always smiling, he seems always happy, but there's also this kind of weight on his shoulders, you can tell, throughout the series. And he ends up going to the ocean and just kind of staying there for a little bit. Time passes, a little bit of time, not very much. And again, this is a very fast-paced drama. That's the one thing I did not like about this series because, you know, in my opinion, it takes a while for relationships to develop, for things to move forward, and there you go. But again, I'm also, you know, smart enough to know that sometimes things just happen. You know, I don't know. So anyway, but there we go. So anyway... One day after this is all blown up, when they cannot reach um, Kang Ying-su, Yun Sang-yi is at his house. He's completely kind of beside himself. He's actually fallen asleep beside his bed with his cell phone, um, watching videos of when they were having fun together, um, him and Kang Ying-su. And as he's doing that, he realizes that he's getting a knock on his door. He wakes up to this knock. He's going, why do I have to deal with all this blank stuff, basically? And, you know, that's the only time there's really any cuss words in this whole series. But he's really just beside himself because his neighbor keeps knocking on his door for him to be quiet and berating him for his music. And now he's got, he thinks the neighbor again knocking on his door, even though he's not playing music. And he goes and opens the door, and it's King Ying Su. And King Ying Su just sits there and goes, he, um, Ying, he says, you look really bad. Are you okay, basically? And... Sang, I'm sorry, Sang Yi says, you know, um, I thought something really bad had happened to you. And Kang Ying Su says, you know, come with me. We're going to go somewhere. And he basically, they're having a talk as they're going up and down in these steps. And In Su said, or I'm sorry, I keep messing up their names. Yun Sang Yi says, you know, don't disappear again. This was really scary because he's a very, the one thing I really like about Yang Su Zeng Yi is he's a very quiet, kind person. I mean, I, I really don't think he should have, you know, gone and kissed somebody on the rooftop, but you know, that's beside the point. And you know, there we go. But at the end of the day, he's saying they're going, please don't disappear again. That was really scary. And King and Su looks at him and goes, you know what? We're going to go make music together and it's going to be good and it's going to be okay. And then he basically kisses him back in the middle of the um, steps on the alleyway. And then they go up to the rooftop where the um, female producer is that hired Yoon Sang-yi and also the recording, um, what do you call it? Recording engineer and his old manager. And they have decided to basically band together to promote these people basically independent of the company and so the two guys end up deciding to make music together and that's where this ends i really did like this show i liked that i did not have to skip anything i loved that the music was absolutely wonderful and i really did like both the main characters i think both of them had very good attributes and kind of um what would you say went well together and so 
I would give this one probably a 9.5. The only thing that I wouldn't give it a, nine, a 10 over is it moved really fast, in honest opinion. I also did not like how we had like 8 to 10 minute episodes. They're actually making it into a movie now on Vicky, and they're releasing it that way here shortly. And the only other thing I didn't like is that for some reason, South Korea has decided to rate all their BLs, whether there is anything inappropriate in them or not, are. And I'm like, no, it shouldn't be done that way. It's just, it's not equinomical, equinimable, I think is the word. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. But anyway, it does not seem like a very balanced and bright judgment thing. So anyway, I will try to get off my retract the claws and calm down. But anyway, I would really recommend this series. You can watch it on Vicky Rukatan. There are clips of it on YouTube as well. The only reason that I still have a Vicky Rukatan membership because I watch most of my um, shows that I watch from Asia on YouTube is because they still, hands down, do a much better job at subtitles than the YouTube ones. But I can't get, like, Until We Meet Again, for example, on Vicky Rukatan. And I can't get, like, My Bromance 2, Five Years Later, on Vicky Rukatan. So that is why I have YouTube and don't watch it, you know, Vicky very much. However, I'm going to sit down and watch, like, Wish You, I just went automatically to Vicky Rukaton, although there are full English episodes on YouTube, because I know their English subtitles are going to be much more accurate than anywhere else. The other thing is, is they have a bunch of selections from all over the world, and to me it's worth the membership, even though right now I'm really hacked at them because of the way they're labeling their BL drama series. Is. But you know, to each their own, and I will just try to be nice about that. But I would give this show series a definite look. It is totally worth it. This is one that you could sit down and watch with the kids. You would not have to skip anything. Unless you want to skip the time when he uses an expletive when he's trying to open his door and thinks it's his neighbor bothering him again. But, you know, other than that, there really was nothing. And it was not the F word. So, you know, you guys make your own judgment. There was some drinking involved in the series. But I will point out this is a South Korean drama. And drinking does play a prominent role in society over there. It's not something that, you know, if you don't drink in Korea, it's a very unusual thing. And there's scenes where, like, the company goes out, everyone's drinking. And that's just the way it is in South Korea. It's a cultural thing. Now, whether that's good, whether that's bad, is really neither here nor there. It just is the way it is there. So I think they kind of nailed that too with authenticity, and I would give this a 9.5. And with that, on and out. Check it at the round table. Bye!